We're bringing the energy today, just like the Orlando Magic are every single day. It's day two of training camp. We got to talk about what's going on at camp, plus look at RJ Hampton, why patience is still the word of the day. Let's hit the music and let's do the thing. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 30th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR_OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the general impressions of the Orlando Magic uh, from the Orlando Magic players after three practices. They had a fourth practice as well on Thursday, on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Um, but we talked to them after the morning practice. We'll talk about some of the impressions that we're getting from Orlando Magic training camp as the season gets by, gets going. We'll also talk a little bit about what to expect from RJ Hampton this coming season, and then why patience is still the word of the day. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, I do want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic your first listen of the day. If it's not your first listen of the day, please consider doing it. I don't know. Whatever whatever number in the rotation we are, we are so thankful for all of you for listening or watching Locked On Magic now that you can subscribe to us on YouTube as well. You be sure also to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, including some of our great NBA podcasts. On Monday, the Orlando Magic will take on the Boston Celtics, so get ready by checking out Locked On Celtics. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On Podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you look, you're looking for, or check some of our great podcasts out on YouTube by searching for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. So we heard on Tuesday after the first practice about the bell. Um, if you haven't heard about the bell yet, um, one of the new additions to the Advent Health Practice Facility is a, a big bright blue bell that is uh, sitting uh, over by um, over by the, the weight room um, on the far end of the court from where the media enter. Um, and according to players, according to the coaching staff, they ring that bell Whenever someone makes a, a winning play is the way they're describing it. It's sort of a hustle play, diving on the ball for diving on the ground for a loose ball, taking a charge, getting a block, big plays like that. What gets you a bell? Um, you know, and, and as we know from David Steele, bells are very, very good things. Uh, this is really just a, a, a really symbolic. And I think it's really important. I, I, it's a gimmick. Sure. Um, but it's important. This is really about the Magic trying to establish their identity and their foundation and Jamal Mosley beginning to kind of really establish what he wants his team to be about. And so we talked to more members of the Magic after their, their third practice on, on Wednesday, and you begin to hear a lot of the same things coming out. What is a Jamal Mosley practice like? What is it like to be in that building? Because we're not there right now. And, and again, uh, like I said yesterday, one of the big difficulties about what we're seeing for, or what we're trying, what we're trying to do when we're talking about the magic is what is, what is this team actually going to look like? What is this team actually going to play? Like, who is this team? We don't have the answer to that quite yet. We don't know the answers. 
And, and right now it's really hard to say much of anything about who or what this team is going to be. Monday is going to be really important watching, uh, uh, having a pre actual preseason game Wednesday is going to be really important against new Orleans. Um, when they play San Antonio and obviously there's four preseason games, each preseason game is going to be really important and giving us some sense of the way the magic are trying to play. But what we're seeing from, from players and what, what they're talking about, what they're telling us is that DeMar Mosley practices are full of energy. What does that mean? What is, what is that? What does that entail? Energy, as Cole Anthony put it, is guys getting after it, staying engaged when they're not in the rep. When they're going through a drill, it's encouraging your teammates, being locked in on the task at hand. When we entered the, when the media was allowed in to, to practice on Tuesday, you could feel a lot of that energy. Um, there was coaches, you know, kind of counting off shots. Players were counting off shots. It, it, there was definitely a, a desire and it felt like an emphasis on a talking, vocalizing what's going on in each drill, um, which again is one of Jamal Mosley's kind of pet, you know, pet things. Um, but also being there and locked in, even when you're not in the drill itself, this is not going through the motions. This is not kind of finishing up practice. Every moment is a moment to be locked in and be intense. And, and that's something that the magic seem to be after. That's something the magic seem to want from their team and from their group. And that seems to be something they are, they're trying to accomplish at this point of, of the season or at this point of practice. Um, everyone is not hiding it that, that, you know, a Mosley's a very energetic guy. He will jump in on drills on occasion. Uh, he said he, as long as he is capable of doing it, he is never going to ask his players to do something that he couldn't do. But everyone kind of understands that being able to pick up and create your own energy it's going to be a key to this team's success. It's going to be a key for this team to be able to, to, to play at that high energy level. It, it, it's something that really does feel like is at the core of who the Magic want to be. And so hearing that these practices are high energy, that coaches are encouraging, that coaches are getting after players, that they're encouraging players to stay locked in and involved and engaged, even when they're not in the rep, that's the kind of focus and intensity that it's going to take for this team to find any kind of success. However you want to define success this year, um, unless it's losing, um, th they're going to have to really be locked in and engaged. There's going to be a lot of challenges ahead. Um, there's a lot of teaching still to do. They're, they're certainly still implementing a lot of defense. Uh, players told us that they began implementing some offense uh, on Thursday or, or more offense on Thursday. They went up and down a little bit in Wednesday's evening session. Thursday's evening session was also a contact practice, so they probably went up and down a little bit more. Maybe, uh, maybe got their first scrimmaging in. Uh, we'll we'll find out uh, later on Thursday uh, about that. Um, but the reason why I bring all this up, and this is all very intangible, amorphous stuff we can't measure, stuff we don't really know. Um, every players are telling us this is happening, um, and they all think that it's really key to who this team is. And to me, the bell. This, this idea of energy, it's really at the heart of who the Magic want to be. Because again, we're in these first couple days of practice. We're in these first days of the season. Uh, and it's really now about establishing the foundation. Mosley said it, we're working on the basics. We're working on the fundamentals to establish who we're going to be, to establish our foundation. 
this is all really important. So these symbolic things, they're symbolic. But they have meaning. The bell is talking about things, the magic value. This magic team wants the guys to take charges, to get deflections, to get into passing lanes, to be pressured, to be pressured up, pressured on their ball, on their man, to force these kinds of turnovers and force these kinds of plays, to force these kinds of mistakes. Mosley has mostly has said that his defense will be a lot more pressure based. Um, you know, and certainly he wants to use length uh, to get into passing lanes and to close down lanes quickly. And that's a strength that this magic team frankly has is that ability to do that. Again, the idea here is who are, is this magic team? So those plays that ring the bell are really important, are really, really important. Same to, same as this idea of energy. You know, again, Mosley said about his defense, he wants them tough, together, and talking. Talking is energy. Ver- verbalizing, vocalizing, communicating what you're going to do, it takes energy to do that. You have to do it loud so everyone can hear you. And so you have to be able to bring it. You have to be intensely focused. And so this idea of energy is as much about encouraging and being tied together as a team as it's about being focused on the task at hand. So these things are not, these things seem little, they seem obvious, they seem easy, but they are not. And this is central to who the magic are. This is central to who the magic want to be. And it's going to be a, a big part, a big part of the formula to come. Everyone seems really excited, again, to play with each other and really excited to, to get going. But obviously, we're not going to know very much until Monday. Uh, Monday's first preseason game is always revealing. It's a nice little checkup. Um, but the Magic are very, very clearly still working to establish their base, establish their identity, establish who they are. And we'll find out exactly what that is in a very, very short time. We're going to talk a little bit about what to expect from RJ Hampton here in his second season coming up in just a moment. But before we do that, Fantasy basketball seasons are starting up all over the place. Um, my, my fantasy basketball season is actually just finishing up there last season, but I'm in a super intense fantasy basketball league that uh, um, is far too intense and, than anything else. Nevertheless, nevertheless, um, fantasy basketball season starting and fantasy basketball is broken, to be perfectly honest. Um, I, I kind of stopped playing fantasy basketball because it was just essentially mindless clicking. Yeah, the draft was super important, and I was pretty good at it. I, I usually finish in the top half of my leagues. But the managing week day-to-day, that's what determined wins. And frankly, the scoring systems were always just a bit off. I never really liked the scoring systems in fantasy basketball. So in 2020, Sleeper decided to fix this problem and make fantasy basketball great. Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In game pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. Better yet, it made it just like fantasy football. Everyone loves fantasy football. They love tinkering with their lineups over the course of the week. They love knowing exactly what the matchups they're focusing on and they're playing are each week. This gives you that fantasy football experience. Days of losing because your opponent's players... Play more games than you did are over. The days of mindless, just rote busy work are over. 
They said giving up halfway through the season because it's boring is over. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on whatever you want it to be. And all of that adds up to more strategy and a whole lot more fun. Whether you prefer redraft leagues, keeper leagues, or dynasty leagues, game picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code and made it more like fantasy football. So if you prefer building out weekly strategies versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Check it out today at Sleeper. Today's podcast is also brought to you by pals at Sweatblock. Sweatblock is currently the number one in Amazon antiperspirant category. And while, yes, the temperature is starting to come down here in Central Florida, it's no longer summer. We're no longer seeing 90s. It's still really hot. If you're heading out to Disney for the 50th anniversary celebration, you want to look good. It's Disney. Uh, it, 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 it's a big celebration. If you're going to Halloween Horror Nights and you're with your friends and you're being scared anyway, you want to you wanna look and you want to feel good. You want to make sure that those characters don't know you're sweating. Trust me, they sense fear. They're trained to sense fear. They're trained to go after people who look afraid. Don't look afraid when you're going out to those haunted houses or Halloween Horror Nights or whatever. Get Sweat Block. It's the best antiperspirant wipe on the market. Sweat Block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime. Go to bed the next morning. You wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat guaranteed. I know this will sound too good to be true, but I literally only have to use Sweat Block once or twice a week, and it keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out. No more picking my shirts based on which one will hide sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. One of the more interesting players the Magic acquired at the trade deadline last year was RJ Hampton. By some accounts or some thinking, if Cole Anthony hadn't slipped to the Magic at at 15 in that draft, they would have taken RJ Hampton. There's definitely a, they were definitely very very high on him. He definitely fits the the length profile. He, he did say he estimated his wingspan at 6'10 in pra- at practice today. Um, but RJ Hampton was really uh, really a, a super talented player. Obviously, um, someone who has a lot of the intangibles that you want in a player um, that was still extremely raw. And the question, of course, questions about whether a shot will come around were certainly major questions that he faced uh, coming into his career, but super, super talented player. And the Magic got a taste of that after the trade deadline. He obviously won Rookie of the Month in May with, again, a lot of stats maybe coming in games that were well decided. Um, But Hampton was really good. We saw the the elite level speed that he has, able to get end-to-end real fast. We saw his ability to create a little bit off the dribble. And yeah, we even saw the potential for him as a three-point shooter. The issue is so much at the end of the season was just so difficult to really judge. The end of the Magic season last year was, frankly, I want I don't want to call it meaningless because I'd rather see players be able to do that in meaningless basketball than not be able to do that at all. But it's hard to say exactly what value it was other than just getting experience and getting uh, out on the floor. RJ Hampton was not getting on the floor. Um, uh, was not going to be able to get on the floor in in uh, in Denver. That's that's the reality. Uh, they were too loaded at at the guard positions. They were trying to compete for a championship. Hampton had in, some injury issues. He had COVID 
uh, right before he got traded to the Magic, he was really unable to do a whole lot. And, and just coming to Orlando gave him an opportunity to, to kind of take that next step, to take that leap. And he needed it. Hampton last season finished uh, with averages. Let me pull them up real fast here. Finished averaging 11.2 points per game, five rebounds per game, and 2.8 assists per game. Um, shot 48.2% effective field goal percentage in 25.2 minutes per game. Pretty solid use of his minutes, if you ask me, to be perfectly honest. Um, I thought that he he did some really, really good things uh, in a Magic uniform. And again, that speed was more than evident. His ability to, to handle the ball was more than evident. It was just about getting him experience and getting him opportunities to, to play. Um, his three-point shot was starting to come around. He's really effective from the corners. I think it was four for seven from the corners. Um, again, small sample size, but definitely something to keep an eye on. But Steve Clifford really was cautious with him. You know, obviously didn't have a lot of time to work with him in practice. Played him mostly off the ball at the two, which, you know, which was fine. And, and he was effective there. Um, but certainly he had to improve his decision-making, something that the new coaching staff has tried to work with him a little bit on or, or, or pointed to as something that he needed to continue to improve along with his defense, which, again, with most rookies, always has to improve. Hampton, though, is supremely talented, and we can all see it. And while I've expressed some skepticism and, and some, some fear that he may be the one guy that is kind of not kicked out of the rotation but is squeezed out of the rotation to some extent, I, I definitely have a bit of that concern. But Hampton is still a really intriguing player and really the sky still feels like the limit. You know, he is super talented, someone who was projected to be a top 10 pick at one point. Um, he did struggle in, in the NBL, but he's, he found his footing and the magic were a team that gave him opportunity. The magic are going to give him up everywhere. They're going to play him at the two. They're going to play him a little bit at the three. And, and that, you know, I think that might be more matchup dependent than anything, but the magic are not going to be shy about giving Hampton his opportunity and his chances. They're not going to be shy about putting him in positions where he can succeed, where he can play, where he can win. And the Magic are going to be really invested in his growth and his development. Hampton can fly. We've all seen how quick he can move. To me, the big thing with Hampton is controlling that speed. And that's something that he's talked a little bit about too, about how, yes, as it does with most young players, the game begins to slow down. The game begins to change a little bit, um, and the game begins to to uh, you know the game begins to 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 be at a pace that he's comfortable at. Certainly, as a rookie, it's all coming at you a million miles per second. Hampton has said it best. What's really fun about this team is how versatile they are. They can do a whole lot of everything. A lot of guys can play different roles, and Hampton very much fits into that mode and into that into that vision of the team. The question, of course, as always, is how does Hampton develop? What does he ultimately become? And, of course, Orlando still has to figure out exactly where he fits into the bigger picture. This is a big season, obviously, for RJ Hampton, just as a big season for everyone as they try to find their fit within this Magic roster. But Hampton is someone to watch with such a wide range of of potential outcomes and potential finishes, Hampton could be a really, really fun and important player for the Orlando Magic this season. We'll talk a little bit more about why patience is still the word of the day despite all the excitement we're feeling at this early stage of camp. We'll get to that coming up here 
in just a moment. But before we do that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto chain, par- auto chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's podcast also brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever with all lies now on the gridiron. Teams are back on to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. That's promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Obviously, the Orlando Magic are not shying away from the enormity of of the task ahead of them. As as much as there's optimism, as much as everyone is feeling really, really good now, we all know there are struggles ahead. There are going to be dark days is probably a little um, on the nose, Um, but this season's going to have some wild up and ups and downs. Um, we hope there will be some ups. Um, I think it's important that there are some good moments in this season and, and games where the magic really look like a team that can be dangerous or a team that can uh, do some damage in the league. It's going to be easy though. And I've even seen some, some fans discuss it to want to skip steps. Um, that's something, you know, Jamal Mosley talked about uh, what the biggest, the best advice he got from, uh, other head coaches as he takes on his first first coaching job and he said and they all told him don't skip steps you know go through your process make sure that you're you're working on the fundamentals don't skip over things and assume everyone has it or knows it already um you've got to be able to do everything step by step by step and in the NBA it's very easy to skip steps the magic certainly did when they tried to play free agency that one summer and ended up with Bismack Biombo DJ Augustine and Jeff Green is their big free agent hall. It's a huge disaster. So one that they didn't really dig themselves out of until this year. And that's going to be really, really important as we go through this season. Um, it might be easy, and, and certainly it's tempting after a failed rebuild, to want to go to the end, to expend assets, to expend capital, to expend something to get that star player that you think will put you over the top immediately or, or, or make you relevant. You know, I think 
you know, the Chicago Bulls, you know, I think they're they're an interesting going to be an interesting case this year. Felt like they ran out of patience. And certainly they have a deadline with Zach Levine's free agency coming up, but they spent a lot to get Nikola Vucevic. They added some free agent capital to go get DeMar DeRozan. If that thing blows up in their face, they're going to be in a hole for a while. They took a huge, huge gamble, but maybe they were at a point where they needed to do that with Levine emerging the way that he has. The Magic are not at that point. And we talked about it all offseason that the star is really the most important thing and that you can't go out and get a second star or can't go out and make a trade for your foundational star unless you have something in reserve to support him. The Magic are hoping that they can find a star among their multitude of young players. Um, As I've said, what's most important right now is the Magic are in position to make trades, not that they actually pulled the trigger on any at the moment. Patience is going to be vital for this stage of the rebuild. We're not expecting the Magic to have a great season. In fact, the general vibe for media day among the executives and the the uh, among everyone else was generally tempered. You know, yes, Gary Harris said the goal is to make the playoffs. Cole Anthony echoed that, um, and I'm I think they should absolutely have that, and they should they should want to do that. But even they understood it's going to take a lot to get there take a lot of learning, take a lot of luck uh, with the injuries, especially um, to get to that goal, to achieve that goal. And certainly I don't think any of us are planning to define the season success based off playoff appearance or not. And that's why patience is so important right now. As much as it sucks and it does, we're at the beginning stages of this thing. We're at step one and you can't go to step three yet can't go to step four yet. You can't go to step five yet. You got to focus on step one. You got to focus on the here and now. You got to focus on A, developing one of these young players into a star that you can build around and B, figuring out which players are worth keeping around to surround the quote unquote chosen player. That's all on the line here. That's all in the mix for this Magic team. But the one thing they cannot and should not do at this point is jump the gun. Just go out and make, you know, again, we argued it, they shouldn't go after Ben Simmons. They shouldn't go after any of these big stars quite yet. They're not ready. They don't have the team that can handle them. And that's why patience still matters. There are going to be times where Jalen Sugg struggles. There's going to be times where Cole Anthony struggles. There's going to be times where this team is really struggling. They are really young, and young players are known for one thing in this league, inconsistency. And inconsistency in this league is why you lose. Again, most of the time, it's not because players are necessarily all bad. It's the roles you ask them to play and what they can do consistently. The regular season, as I've said a million times before, is about what how good you can be on your worst nights. Are you going to be able to find the energy, find the will, to win on your worst nights. The good teams do, the bad teams don't. That's the, diff- that's the difference between good and bad teams in, the, in this league in the regular season, at least. And the Magic are going to have to go through those lumps. And it's going to be easy to, it's going to be tempting sometimes to give in and give up. Maybe not this year. Probably next year. There'll, there'll be a little bit more pressure, but the Magic have to see this through. They invested in this group. They invested in this rebuild, and they have to see 
it all the way through, at least for now. I want to thank you all again for listening and watching today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Be sure to follow me on Twitter on Thursday. We're planning to do another live Locked on Magic. We'll be streaming on YouTube as well as on Spotify Greenroom. We'll be simulcasting that. Um, so be sure to join us there on Spotify Greenroom if you want to interact with the show. I'm planning on having a guest on as well. We'll talk a little bit more about what we're expecting to see schematically from the Orlando Magic. So have your questions about this roster of roles that you expect to see um, and, and what you're hoping to see and how you're hoping to see this Magic team play on Thursday. The plan is to go live at around 5 p.m. I'll send out links on Twitter at philiprr_md or subscribe to the YouTube page. If you subscribe to YouTube, the moment we go live, you will know there will, you can make an alert for that. Um, the moment we go live, you can see that and, and join the show by YouTube and join the chat as well. And of course, check out the spot and we'll put the Spotify green room uh, link um, on Twitter at, at, at Philip R underscore OMD. Thank you everyone again for making us your first listen of the day. We truly appreciate it. Be sure as well to check out the locked on bets podcast betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game anymore. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Crossman-Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.